Welcome to another episode of Alika Hope and Change. I'm Alika Hope. And I'm Change, her little big brother, Emil. <laughs> I think you're my big, big brother. No, I'm the biggest of the four of us, but I am absolutely the second in the second in line. So even okay. our brother Karim, he always tells us that he always reminds me I'm still the little brother. That's true. So now that we've confused our listeners with our family tree, we'll have to come back to that another time, huh, E? What do you think? Absolutely, because what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how all of us ended up in these really odd positions of being each other's big, elder, little brother, sister, or sibling. So along that note, let's talk today about friendship. But today we're going to talk about letting go. So our first episode was on International Day of Friendship, and we talked about friendship. We wanted to continue that conversation and think about when is it time to let go? You know, I, know I, I know when it's time to let go, Okay. It's, it's, but I can't use those words on a family show like this. However, <laughs> one of the things that we talked about last time that was really powerful was we went through a list of all these things that make you a good friend. And, and I remember that I was like seriously checking myself. So yes. here's one of those moments where we're going to have to check in with ourselves again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ask those really hard questions like, is it time to... Let go of the reins and let another person live their best life without us in it. How is that even possible? So you're saying that we need to let someone go so they can live their best life without us in it. That is deep because that requires us to be supremely selfless. It's scary, right? Because think about it. You know, when, when you are deeply engaged in a friendship, you love the other person, you like the other person, the last thing you want to do is hamstring your life by saying, maybe I don't need or want this person in my life anymore. And, you know, it's easy to do it when you have a beef. It's easy to do it when you have the, all these, you know, this pain. But it's mm-hmm. not so easy when you see the person that is your friend holding themselves back, perhaps, because they're not growing while they're your friend. Mm. And then you have to look in the mirror and say, am I the reason why this person is choosing this path versus another that they might take? Hmm. Some hard questions, man. A song clip. You just ended your sentence perfectly. We must be sister and brother because I was going to sing, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. And you ended your sentence yeah. with man. Mm-hmm. Were you reading my mind? <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I was there with you, sis. I was looking you in the metaphysical eye, the third one. And I was saying, what's in her brain right now? I x-rayed that joint and I was ready. I was like, mm, I know what she's going to say before she says it. Mm. Well, thank you. I got skills. You know, well, you have lots of skills. And our audience is going to learn okay. more and more about them every single episode. But, you know, I want to dial back a little bit before we even talk about letting go of friends. Let's talk about letting go in general, because before you take that big step of letting go of people you love, what about other things that you find hard to let go of? I, I, I when, when I think about letting go, mm-hmm. it, it's um, it's almost a relief in that sometimes we hold on to things that probably It was too long. If you find yourself actively holding on to something, then that's probably the moment you need to challenge whether or not you need to let go. 
Sometimes holding on is the right thing to do. And sometimes Mm -hmm. the effort is out of fear or it's out of some other selfish concern rather than saying, is this the moment when if I let go, my life actually is okay? And that's a hard one because you're always wanting to be in that space of control and letting go is when you lose control. Mm, So that kind of applies to people who are trying to go through their closet, let's say, and let go of clothing that they're no longer wearing, that maybe they haven't worn in 15 years, but they have trouble letting go of it because it has some kind of emotional connection. So what kind of question could that person ask themselves to help them decide to let an article of clothing, for example, go? So uh, have you been watching Marie Kondo? Is that what's going on here? No. Because, because, <laughs> no. because you know, she, because, no, because she's seriously, she does some really cool things when she's letting go of items and clothing and things that are in the house that you probably don't need. One of the okay. things she does is she says, when you are evaluating it, talk to it and thank it for its service to you. And this, Whoa. and this attitude of gratitude It's fundamental to whether or not you want to let something go, because if you're grateful, then releasing that thing that you're grateful about is actually giving it life and giving it a blessing because you are saying to it rather than in sorrow and in Mm -hmm. pain, you're saying thank you for for the for the wonderful interaction, the wonderful service, the wonderful gift that you gave to me. Mm -hmm. And that is the moment when you can say that you're just simply grateful where letting go becomes so much more palatable and so much more graceful and and often so much easier because you're coming from a spirit of gratitude rather than a spirit of anger or fear or one of the other negative emotions that a lot of us would feel in that moment when we have to separate from something we know or something we like. You just got me thinking about a dress in my closet over there from college before I had children that just fit me like a glove. And when I look at it, I can't let it go because I'm a little angry and resentful that I can't fit in that dress anymore in the same way, so I don't put it on. And I keep saying to myself, I'm gonna fit back in that dress one day. (laughs) But now I'm thinking I should have gratitude and say, you served your purpose before I had children, and now your purpose has been served, and I thank you for that. And then I can look at my children and say, thank you, children. Thank you for giving me a little belly. Is that what you mean? <laughs> uh, ish. <laughs> yes. Um, you, maybe you want to say thank you to the children for other things than the belly. But hey, I mean, whatever works to get you to the point where you can release, go for it. I, I'm thinking more along the lines of those things in the closet. Now, I had a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Who shall remain nameless, but if she's listening to the show, she will be laughing already as she knows exactly what I'm about to say. Okay. She went through my closet mercilessly. And mm-hmm. not only did she help me let go, but she made fun of me as she told me what to throw away. And so rather than being grateful for each item, I was grateful that her ridicule was over. And that letting go <laughs> process was probably the most, um, I would like to say fun, but okay. when, when, Everything that you wear is worthy yeah. of ridicule. Maybe, maybe you need to revamp your wardrobe and your dear friend who loves you so much and is telling you these things out of love, but laughing and doubled over in laughter as she looks at your clothing along the way. <laughs> maybe mm. that's the way you needed to get rid of most of your wardrobe. It was about 10 years ago and okay. she was, she was, she was nice. 
in that mm. she loved me enough to help me clear out my wardrobe. And she was rough because she did not hold back as she laughed at my literally circa 1988 blazer, <clears throat> double-breasted, mm-hmm. black with gold. Um, our dad gave it to us. Oh, my gosh. I, I think I know which me. one it is. It has gold buttons. It had gold buttons, <gasps> double-breasted. I know which and one it, it is. And it had shoulder pads. Yes. And it was like MC Hammer style. Yes. Yeah. And okay. I still had that in 2010. And, and, and my friend was like, I'm going to take this, but I'm not going to let you throw it away. I'm keeping it. One, to remind you of how stupid you were for keeping it for 30 years. And <gasps> two, and, and I was thankful for that, and, or 20 years at that time. And then two, she's like, and it's a cute little mini skirt for me. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You want to talk about letting go? But yeah, friends are different in that they're not inanimate objects. But here's the thing that I think we we're as we talk about this yes. subject yes. is friends allow us to reflect yes. and really appreciate the times that we had with them and then make a conscious decision. Are we going to let go? Are we going to try to you know keep the relationship healthy? Mm-hmm. What is the best thing for both of us? And, you know, unlike clothes, that's one sided. You're letting go of something with a friendship. It's. It's letting go of a person, which means it's two-sided, and you have to be cognizant of what they're feeling, what you're feeling, and then be able to say, this is what's best for both of us. So we have friends that can help us let go of things, but what do we do when we need to let go of friends? We'll discuss this more in our next segment. Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. We are back with segment two, and we are going to do a deep dive into how do you know when to let go of a friend? You ready, E? I'm ready. See, this is the moment. You know, we play and we have fun, but part of being a good friend is being willing to know when things need to stop Mm -hmm. and how to say stop. And do it in a way that respects the friendship and respects the person and, of course, respects, respects the self. Wow. Okay. So here we go. What are the signs that tells us when it's time to let go? Here's some thoughts. And E, it'd be great if you want to comment on any of these things that there's four that um, I've kind of researched that are very clear signs of when to let go of a friend. And so the mm-hmm. first one is when the person never makes time for you. You, you put an emphasis on never. And mm-hmm. part of why that's important is life happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So when life happens, you expect your friends to sometimes put you on the back burner. That's not a bad thing. That means life is they have priorities. They have phone calls they need to make. They have, you know, arrangements that need to be happening. Maybe they have kids or aging parents or uh, maybe God forbid, they actually have other friends. <gasps> okay. And we need to be able to say, hey, this is part of the wax and wane, the ebb and flow of friendship. Sometimes I'm not going to be primary and other times I will. When sometimes becomes all the time. Yes. Mm, That's then a we problem. have a problem. When someone never makes time for you. And so really, you know, you may feel like you're being ignored. The only way if you really know is if you maybe even look at your calendar and say, you know, I reached out to this person at least three or four times and they just never could make time for me. And I think what you're saying too, E, is like, 
having a sense of respect for the fact that maybe somebody has a newborn in their house or they're caring for an aging parent or like we're going through a pandemic and someone is just emotionally needs space. Those aren't all exceptions. What you have to think about is when someone just doesn't ever put you in front, especially like never makes time for you. I would even dare to say like they don't respond to your texts either. They don't respond to your phone calls. Um, they, you know, you leave them a message or a voicemail and they never call you back. Now, this is not someone who says, I never check my voicemail. Let me make that clear, right? But this is like someone that you know, because <laughs> I get that from people. I'm like, all right, all right. But, you know, they just, it's clear that they're not making time for you. It's okay to consider letting that person go. That's a, that's a key point. And part of it is, you know, you're, you know, we human beings, we're pattern seeking creatures. We like yes. patterns. We like to find patterns and things. When, a, when your friend is giving you a pattern that says maybe this is not the relationship you thought it was, that's mm -hmm. a moment to make the decision to let go. But you have to be clear. Is it a true pattern? And one of the questions, and you know, we have to be adults sometimes. We have to ask hard questions so we can be clear. If you have a person who was once a close, dear friend and your friendship seems like it's not what it once was, mm -hmm. it's incumbent to just ask. So that you can know, instead of looking for that pattern that may or may not be there, mm -hmm. sometimes you just ask, hey, it seems like you're not able to make time for us, our friendship anymore. Do you think it's time for us to make a decision to part ways or to, you know, spend, you know, deliberately spend less time together? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, life is not like a sitcom where the misunderstanding is funny and, and, and right. all that. It's really our life is something that we can control if we just make the point to talk. And instead of right. looking at the pattern and hoping, we can mm -hmm. just say to our friend, maybe it's time we deliberately chose to spend more time apart. And if you do that, there's no harm and no foul, but it also makes sure there's no misunderstanding. And I also think that if you have a friend who, you know, isn't completely uh, forthright or able to be forthright about not wanting to spend more time with you, you can internally let go of that person. You can internally say, I have no expectations on this person. I'm going to let go. And Ooh. speaking of someone who's not forthright, here's one that I know for me personally that I, I try to give one chance. But the second thing to let someone go is if they aren't honest with you. And I don't mean like, you know, not honest with you because they have trouble telling the truth. I mean someone who is just lying to you. Um, spreading rumors behind your back, someone who just isn't honest with you. That's a very valid cause to let someone go. It's bigger than we think it is. Some of us like drama. Mm -hmm. I am not a drama liker. I do not mm -hmm. want drama in my life. I do not want people spreading things about me that are not true. And I really don't want people saying things about me that are true, that aren't in the context that they were um, done or said. So this person who's not being honest with you or about you is maybe someone who you can say, especially if you see this pattern emerge, like your other friends are saying, hey, did you know this person is saying these things? Yes. Again, without drama, sometimes a confrontation is best. That is, please don't say those things about me and make a clear line in the sand. And other times, especially if it's less harmful, it's just not worth the energy. You simply mm -hmm. allow them to be who they are and know that your reputation speaks for itself. And then when you let go, you do so without any fear, any guilt, or any shame. I want to go back to something that you said about the drama. 
is I am very dramatic, and our engineer can attest to that, as can you, because you've known me my whole life. Uh, but what's funny is I actually don't like drama. I tend to attract drama, but I actually don't like like drama, like uh, interpersonal drama. And I realized fairly recently, like in the past couple of years, what I really like is passion. It doesn't have to just be romantic passion. It's just people who are passionate about whatever they're doing. And so I kind of changed my lens to I want to attract passionate people into my life, even though I'm dramatic, like I have big feelings and a big laugh, right? And that kind of drama, my relationships with people, I don't want to play games. I don't like that. You and I are like Emil in the way that we give who we are, we give our hearts to people. And sometimes people take advantage of that and, and create drama. And so I think it's important too, to think about the difference between passion and drama. Yeah. Oh, I like that because passion is something we should all have in our life and, and we should have it in abundance because passion mm -hmm. means you're feeling and you're living and you're human and you're, and it's, you know, sometimes passion can be overpowering. And the word that we often overlook is being dramatic, right? Mm -hmm. When someone is passionate, they're dramatic. That's not a bad thing. It just means that there's this emotion and expression and, and this creativity and this flair, the joie de vivre that happens when, when, people you know are impacted by these intense feelings mm -hmm. what what you're avoiding is you're avoiding the real housewives kind yes. of scenarios perfect that's drama yes. versus made being for TV. dramatic right yes i Excellent. love being dramatic when i over emote and i'm like ah oh, really and i'd say <laughs> use a voice or an expression and i have fun with it or right. uh, even if i'm sad i'm intensely sad but i'm intensely sad within myself right what and i'm not using that as an excuse and saying well you know how i can be no right my true my desire to be overly dramatic and have big emotions is offset by the fact that i'm sincere in that i'm not trying to hurt another person there you go and what about a friend who doesn't forgive that is a chance to let someone go. And let me bring up the friend who, quote, forgives you, but then brings up things sarcastically over and over again to remind you of the wrong that you did. That's Ooh, someone that man. you can let go. Yep. It, bye. For real. <laughs> <coughs> I, I bye, mean, Felicia. But Felicia got to go. Because this, <laughs> this is one of the things that I learned a long time ago. I'm very forgiving. I know this mm -hmm. about myself. I, um, some people say that others would walk on me. I yep. was in the military long enough to know how to how not to let people do that. Mm -hmm. I choose to be very forgiving for me, for my heart, because I don't want other people impacting how I see myself and how I choose to how I choose to engage the world around me. But what it also means is if a person doesn't respect the fact that they are typically forgiven and typically what we whatever we had a problem with is forgotten as it's forgiven. That's the part that most people don't understand. You can't say, mm -hmm. I forgive you, mm -hmm. and then use a scorecard. Now, some uh -huh. people say, well, if, if a person walks on you all over again, don't you want to remember the pattern? And here's yep. what I tell anyone who's listening, especially the people who are close to me. You will show me your pattern. I won't have to tell you about it. Excellent. And we're going to come back and talk about reconciliation, social media, and of course, a few jokes. Thank you.
Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. We're back again, segment three, talking about friendship and letting go. Let's talk about social media for just a little bit, Emil. See, now you now you done you, here. You want Pandora to show up, open her box, and start trouble. No, <laughs> I'm not going to social media. Let's do something else. Okay, I'm going to talk about social media. Uh, my brother apparently refuses to because he's old, and you know I understand you old folks from Generation Ooh. D. Um, <laughs> or maybe he's Generation H. I don't know, but he's way down there on the Ouch. alphabet. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch, sis! Ouch! So just real quick. Because people have asked me this question, so I just wanted to bring it up about letting go. When it comes to social media, like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you have some options, right? So if someone sends you a DM, uh, maybe it's a friend you only know virtually, for example, you can ignore them. Or you can just unfollow someone, or you can go the extreme limit and just block someone. And I just want to tell you, because it's something I've learned personally, I don't use Facebook very often. I'm very much a Twitter person. Oh, by the way, the handle for our Twitter is Alika Hope and Change, the podcast on Twitter. Um, and my personal handle is Alika Hope. And Emil's handle on Twitter is EB Presents, correct? EB underscore presents, yes. EB underscore presents. That was a little plug there. Um, but I, on Facebook, I was getting inundated with things from people that were, how shall I say, not uplifting my energy. And I was just ready just to jump off Facebook. And I had a friend who said to me, you know, you can just unfollow people and you'll still be friends with them, but you don't have to read all their stuff coming through your feed all the time. And I was in front of my computer like, what, what, I didn't even know that, what, what? Because I still love these people. I just right. can't handle when there's people on Facebook that are posting like literally every 10 minutes, it's too much. And so that changed my life. So I was able to kind of let go of someone, but still hold them in my heart, but let go of what was scrolling in front of my face. This is a powerful, powerful tool. One of my most, one of my new favorite tools on Facebook is the um, snooze them for 30 days. So when I get it, when I get a, when I get a, a, a series, sequence of things that I'm just not ready to deal with, because I probably yeah. engage far too much if I engage at all. Okay. So then the question is, what do I do? And I'm like, well, they cool people. But these, this sequence of events right here is just not for me. So social media gives us a bit more control. What I like mm. about social media versus, you know, being in person is that I can have that control. I can measure and meet, uh, M-E-T-E. I can meet out my, my dosage. I don't need to be all in all the time. I can engage. I can think about a response I want to get if someone sends me a note and I don't like it, I can simply let it pass or I can engage in my own time. Um, what's lovely is sometimes when you say something that you know you shouldn't have said or someone says something to you that they, you wish they hadn't, you can wait a while and then get back to them and say, hey, I just got to this, mm. how are you doing? And magically, the thing that they brought up that was so upsetting probably just disappears by, by letting it die over yep. time. Yep. I, I, that, that's what, so that's one of the powerful parts of social media, even though I dislike it intensely, I mm -hmm. use it all the time. And I found that it gives me a level of control over my friendships that I may not have had before. You just said that very well. And to think you almost avoided the subject, but your little sister wouldn't let you. Oh, there is a G R R R R following this, this episode. And I will oh. be growling at you intensely. So 
Alika Hope and Change Behind the Scenes will be coming soon to a podcast near you. Before we move on to our jokes, because every episode we got to stick a few jokes and they are related to our theme of the day. I want us to talk about reconciliation. So let's say that you let someone go. When is it okay to have a reconciliation? And when is it never okay, if that ever occurs? So I have a couple of um, bright red lines that if you cross them, we're probably never going to reconcile. Okay. And for me, one of them is lying to my face about something you know is important to me. Right? I get that people go through intense moments in their life and you know, people sometimes step outside their character and make decisions that they otherwise wouldn't make. And I'm very accommodating. But reconciliation and forgiveness are separate. Okay. I don't put them in the same sandwich. They are mm. definitely bread, cheese, and um, meat. So I can say I forgive you and then that means that in my heart, whatever transgression happened, poof, it is gone. It is forgotten. However, mm. we are not going to be friends again either. So reconciliation okay. and forgiveness do not necessarily belong on the same plate or in the same sandwich. I can make that distinction. So reconciliation is reserved for people who have made a behavioral change mm -hmm. from, when, from whatever caused us to break up to mm -hmm. fall apart, to fall out, as they say, we had a falling out. You know, mm -hmm. I love that. Sometimes you hear that, it's like, <clears throat> we had a falling out. You oh, y'all fought. Y'all mm -hmm. fought and, and, and you ended the friendship. But to recover, if I see a behavioral change, if I see the things that make a person, t that show me this person has fundamentally changed the behavior that caused that problem, I'm super cool with that. And I, I would actually love to reconcile. You just said that so well. And at the same time, the whole time you were talking, I kept thinking of that song, um, we are never, ever, ever getting back together. So do you know that song? That's you just pop beat music. me on that one. You just, you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I, that did not cross my check. Did not hit my DJ list. No. Oh, well, you know, you never know here on Alika Hope and Change, as we talked about in the past, every episode of Alika just, sings random songs. It could be anything from Broadway to who knows pop music from the year 2000. You just never know. That's why you got to tune in every week. Every I'm week we also tell jokes. I am not mad at you for going into your crates, yes. finding those obscure songs and singing them. I love your voice. However, <laughs> there will be times when I'm going to look at you, whether or not we're in the same room is irrelevant. Cause you know what my face looks like. I'll be okay. looking at you like, seriously, like really that, that was Taylor Swift. You're pull out. <laughs> yeah, that was Taylor Swift, by the way, just so you know. Okay. Hey, I so, like me some T Swift, though, so go ahead and sing it. Well, I'm done with the singing now, but I want to move on to the jokes. Oh, come on. Oh, I just when I said okay. Really? This is what this is what I get for being your big brother. All right. So I, you know, I was trying to find some jokes about letting go, which wouldn't be as easy as you think. Uh, but I like this one. <clears throat> let go. If you love someone, let them go. If they come back, Nobody wanted them. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a problem so many people have that we, like, seriously, I have been the only friend other people had, and letting them go was so hard because you know if you're not their friend, that's yep. it. <laughs> you're all they have. You know, and this uh, is, I feel for them, but hey, I'm just going to let it go. See, there you go. What about this one? Don't let go of your dreams. Press snooze. Oh, there's a whole lot of people right now 
in America who need to press news because they're sniffling and they're mad that things mm. are not working the way they could or should, that the environment is not conducive to them achieving their dream. Man, hit right. the snooze button. Just chill. I have hit the snooze button on relationships. I've hit the snooze button on my own dreams. I've hit the snooze button on life. And people say, how do you hit the snooze button on life? Let me show you how this works. When I retired from the military, mm-hmm. I took eight months and did nothing. I put the, I put my life on snooze before I started a new career, started working again. And I did that on purpose. And here's what I found. When I hit the snooze button on life, if I mm-hmm. hit the snooze button on a, on, on a goal, if I hit the snooze button on a friend, it actually gives me better perspective. After I retired from the military, I took an eight month snooze on life. Didn't work, went from the Air Force to nothing and then into a new job. And during that time, I found out I have some things about myself that I like, some things I don't like, and some things about life that just aren't as important. Don't be afraid to hit that snooze on friendships, Mm. on things that are important, on a goal, and reassess whether or not you really want it. So when you need to let go, just let go. Hit the snooze, take a break. It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Everybody listening, it's going to be all right. Can I hear you say that, Emil? It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And I really, truly believe that. We've had a pleasure today talking with you guys about friendship and letting go. Of course, telling a few jokes, singing a few random songs, listening to Change's Infinite Wisdom. That's you, E. I am change, and letting go is what I do when it's time. And, sis, is it time to let go? It is time to let go of this episode. This is Alika Hope and Change. I'm Alika Hope. And I'm Change, her little big brother, Emil. Take care.